Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ez Hashem, BPM number 71, that's Bias Primi Shear for Men, Shear number 71. Emotional intimacy is a vital part of life, a very important part of marriage, of connecting with a husband, with a wife, and it is very, very rewarding. It is a special matana from Hashem that gives us the ability to have this emotional intimacy with one another, to connect with one's wife, the guf of nefesh, physically, spiritually, emotionally, in a way that you're reyem ahuvim, that you're best friends for life. And it doesn't happen by accident. It takes a lot of work. You daven for it, ask for siyat al-shmayu, but then you work hard at nurturing at connecting, honoring, reflecting positively one soul to another soul. This nurturing concept of nurturing each other is a tremendous gift. It's a matana you give yourself as you're giving it to others. Some people have such a hard time to pull a nice word out of their mouth to tell their wife. At that people joke, I told you I loved you the day I married you. Now, if that changes, I'll let you know. Humorous, but it's sad. Because many therapists, counselors, basically see clearly that if a man or a woman is not nurtured by their spouse, they become a completely different person than the one that is nurtured. Consider, let's say, a sponge in the body. A sponge needs watering, which is, in our case, praise, affirmation, to stay soft, to stay alive. If they decide, a husband decides to pull away and withhold that praise, the sponge begins to dry out. Over years, if that sponge is not nurtured, the person becomes brittle inside, gets hard, breaks easily. And it will show up now as sarcasm, anger, bitterness, being rigid, less of an ability to love your spouse who is withholding withholding that nurturing from you. What is nurturing? It's the skill to place praise into another person's heart, affirmation into another person's heart, to put that praise and affirmation into the heart of your wife. Many understand the responsibility when it comes to children. They could tell their children, I love you, or great job, and you're smart, you're creative, you're, you're wonderful. But, you know, to children it's easier. See, people have that problem with children too, and it's very sad, but very often they do have this with their children. And you see their faces light up when we nurture them, clap them for praise, praise them, say nice words about them, they shine. Because many of us do accept the nurturing of our own children as part of Hashem's matana to us and our role in our lives to nurture them. We want ours to be the primary nurturing voices in our children's lives. We know that we're building them up to become healthier psychologically, more resilient to life. But the same is true with your own wife. 
Hashem only has children. You're his child, you're his son, and your wife's his daughter. He's infinite. And we live in this world in Begvures Shemayim Shana. I may have asked him Shana, but we're still his children. We're his children, even if we're an adult, we're his children. We're a child of Hashem forever and ever. So we need nurturing. People think only little children need nurturing, but we're children of Hashem. We need nurturing as adults. And, and our wives need nurturing from us. It doesn't happen by accident. Intimacy, emotional intimacy. The nurturing is necessary to put praise and affirmation in our wife's heart. Many of us did not grow up with parents who modeled this ability towards each other. If one never saw their father and their mother give each other this warmth and nurturing, some of us grew up with little or no praise received from one parent to another. Many of us cannot recall even one positive thing that our mother or father said to us or to each other. So they may lack the skills or negligent in that area of nurturing our souls. But we have free will now. How many of us remember our father telling our, to us about our mother? See how your mother's so smart. Doesn't she look great today? Biggest side, by the way. To praise your wife in front of your children. Speak highly of your wife to your children. And the mother also saying to the father, I love your father. He is generous. He's a balchesed. He's so much fun to be with. He's special. It's a big yesoid. It's a yesoid for shalom bayis. It's a yesoid in building your children. You want to truly, truly build your children? Support each other. Support each other. This is something is, we talked about whether you should show or not show physical affection in front of your children. Whatever side you are in that area, but pertaining to this, this aspect of it, even if your culture does not warrant a physical contact with one another in front of the children, this verbal affirmations, these verbal affirmations need to be there all the time. Your mother's so special. Your father's so special. What tremendous chesed they do. How good they are. How ehrlich they are. Husband and the father, they see their father constantly praising their mother and vice versa. They need to see this. This is positive modeling of adult nurturing. Husband to wife, wife to husband, father to mother, mother to father is the biggest matana and chinech you could give your children. You can learn these new sets of skills whether you saw this in your childhood and teenage years or not. You can learn skills through your own lifetime. You can choose to do things differently than your parents did. Not to blame them, chas v'shalom. But to learn how to do things differently. That's the biggest kibbut of aim and covet you could do now. It is very, very important. Most people daven that their children grow up and find their future spouses that will be kind, that will be affirming. 
and our feeling towards our child's spouse is based on whether he or she will treat our child in a loving, kind way. But if you think about it, you ask for a zivik for your children, but a lot depends on your children's behavior, and a lot depends on your own behavior. On your own behavior towards your children determines what type of midas your children will be will become ingrained in them and thus helping them behave properly with their zivik because they could have their true zivik but if they don't behave properly they could ruin a marriage even if it's a true zivik so we have to acknowledge to ourselves if we didn't nurture our wives properly till now recognize what they mean to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Recognize, behave in a way to recognize what your wife means to Hashem. How Hashem is loving you when you love and nurture your wife. Even when she's not in the greatest mood. Because you're nurturing her for Hashem's sake, not just for her own sake. This is what Hashem wants from you. Connecting emotionally. Many of us are not skilled with this. People are used to expressing anger, very, very, ang- very, a lot of anger, or leave me alone, I'm going for a walk, leave me out of it, avoiding things. And we have to learn how to express feelings in a healthy way, not to become emotionally illiterate, anger, or escaping into something else. Some people call this emotional constipation, which means that they have so much emotion that they don't know how to handle it, so they keep it inside, and it forms into something negative, like a rage or like a cold shoulder. It doesn't bring a a couple towards intimacy. When you express anger coming into work, coming at home from work, and she is expressing, I'm shifting away because of that, each one feels alone. That's called emotional constipation. We can't identify it properly, but we're trying to get our points across and we don't know how to do it. It's very important to identify that. And it's a skill that could be developed. And if you could work on this skill, you'll be able to identify your own feelings and share them with your wife. You'll realize how easily emotionally connected you could be in a very short period of time when you're faithful to working towards this as we're going to explain in upcoming Shiurim. We all need emotional connectiveness. It's no less of a legitimate need than food and water. You're going to say you can't live without food and water, but you can live without emotional intimacy. In a certain sense, you can, but in a certain sense, you're dead. It is so important. A lot of people don't know how to do this. They're not being spiteful, but they just don't know how. They never learned this. They never learned how to share their feelings with their wives. Because in their own family, maybe they didn't discuss feelings. Right? In the olden days, 
You worked in a farm. You had seven kids, five were boys. You grew up poor. You worked hard. They didn't discuss feelings. The farm work needed to be done. Good people, but they didn't... One of those boys, they didn't develop emotional skills. They were there to survive. So when that a person like that... And then they go for something like engineering. And they get older or they go to college. So feelings is irrelevant in that career. And if their wife is one that expresses feelings, then that marriage is going to be difficult because he is handicapped in that. He'll provide her food and shelter, but he won't provide her the warmth, and he needs to learn that. She'll feel disconnected, Kolzman, that he doesn't learn that. This is the Derech Eretz Kadmolitaira. A lot of our marriage behaviors that we need to exhibit is very much Derech Eretz Kadmolitaira. You need to honor healthy emotions. We talked about in the life-transforming advice that we post in the Hilchish, some of the Hilchah Shabbos and Brachas groups Thursday nights about the importance of your mind regulating your emotions. But that doesn't mean killing the emotions. Regulating it, meaning valuing it and channeling it right. So you honor emotions. You use it the right way. You show with your emotions to your wife that you are a valuable part of my life. You're a precious part. I love you. You're really everything. Because Hashem gave her to you. So she is everything. So when you develop these skills to connect emotionally, you're on your way to emotional intimacy, which is one of the greatest brachas, not just for your wife receiving it, but from you giving it. And Kemayim Alpanim Alpanim, you end up receiving it as well. It's Mamash Arafua. It is a healing. It is a healing aspect. That's why, again, talking specifically for the men, because men are, generally speaking, more interested in the sexual aspects than wives are, just generally speaking. And even when they're both equally interested, but the nature is by a woman it takes longer to connect sexually. She needs more of the emotional connection in the beginning and during and after all the time. And for a man, very often that is, does not come naturally. So it's very important to practice that too. You think you'll lose out when, because a man's mind is, I want to enjoy myself physically, sexually with my wife. And the more I... Yeah, I need to invest emotionally, but 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 it's draining. But they really want just that physical release of the sexual aspect of it. But that's a shortcut that doesn't work long term. What men don't realize is if they learn how to emotionally connect and they engage and they develop their emotional self in connecting that way with their wives all the time, including in the bedroom life as well, that's when the physical sexual relationship is enhanced to to the greatest degree as well. And it's not always easy. It's, It's a process, but it could be learned, it could be developed. And then a man will start realizing that what they need is not just a sexual outlet or a physical release. They need a release of their emotions and to emotionally connect just as much 
and sometimes even more than the wives need it, but they don't acknowledge it because they're men. And learning how to do this for your wives is the biggest refuah for them, and it's the biggest refuah for you. This applies to a man no matter how masculine and strong-minded and unemotional that he could be in the business world or wherever he is. This part of him cannot be neglected. And he needs to develop this skill to connect emotionally with his wife that will help them connect emotionally with his children and with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shem wants from men not just an intellectual connection of understanding his Torah in an intellectual level, but with the neshama, and emotional as well. Bracha